Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new new day. We thank you, Lord, that you let all our technology work, and you bring us as well to come to you, to be with you in this secret place. To break your bread and share it. That bread, that manna that you give straight down from heaven. That fills us in the spirit. And that gives us direction for our life. That enlightens our path. That makes us aware of your presence. And that brings us closer to you. To walk humbly with you. We thank you, Father. That you renew your mercy for us every single day and even today. We come to you, Lord, in surrender, asking forgiveness for all our limitations, for all the times we have failed, for all the crowns that we have put on our head and have refused to surrender. Today we bring that all to your feet, Lord. For all the times we have held on to our pride, for all the times we have looked down on others, for all the times we have thought of ourselves as being superior, for all the times, Lord, when we refuse to stay in humility, when we refuse to operate out of love, we ask for forgiveness, Lord. We surrender all those mistakes, all those imperfections before you and we ask for that grace that comes only from you, Lord, to be lifted up, that in our uplifting, our eyes will continue to always remain up, focused on you and never look down. That though our eyes are lifted up, our hearts always stay at the bottom. We ask, Lord, for that feeling of your presence, the humility of the Holy Spirit, that grace let it come upon our lives, Lord, today and stay with us. We acknowledge you, our presence, Lord, in this our prayer this morning and we ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We place all our trust in you. As we come with all our baggage, all our challenges, all our limitations. And we lean not towards our own understanding, which has kept on failing us. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our prayers, and every word we speak, everything that is in our heart. Let it be directed by your word and by your voice, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts this day. And we share the same with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up in our place of prayer at our altar this day. And with all those that have no one to pray for them, we offer our faith to stand in that gap. As we lift them as well, Lord, here today. Let there be a restoration. Let there be a ministering by your spirit. So there is freedom in every situation there as well, Lord. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our father, our creator. 
the great I am, the ancient of days, the rabbi of all ages, the God of covenants, the holy one of Israel, the God of overflow and miracles, who is our refuge and our portion in the land of the living. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, our cornerstone, the foundation, the author and the finisher of our destiny, the word through whom everything was created and without him nothing was made that was ever made. And he makes all things beautiful in his time. He's the way, the truth and the life. The only way to the Father. And it is he who leads us in the day of battle. And in all our challenges, Lord, we look up to you, knowing that you are the one that holds the key of David, that what you open, no one can shut. And what you shut, no one, no spirit can open. The Lion of Judah. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth and light and life, the breath of the Father, the one who quickens us, one who heals our backsliding. One who has made his tabernacle within us now. So that we don't need to go seeking God elsewhere. He is within. And we come, Lord, with praise and with thanksgiving in our hearts. We enter your gates and we enter your courts. We offer our prayer in the high place. But more importantly, Lord, we seek that communion with you in the Holy of Holies as we come covered in the blood of Jesus. We seek to be with you, Lord. We seek rather not be anywhere else. To worship you in spirit and in truth. Thank you, Lord, that you open up that opportunity to us. That you do not turn us away because of our sin. But you give us all the opportunities that are available to be redeemed, opportunities for repentance, to turn back again and guide, be guided by your spirit. We thank you, Lord. And as we make our prayer and our reflection, today I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of the new and eternal covenant. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy, pure and perfect will for each of these lives, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, in all kinds of disasters, all kinds of natural disasters, all kinds of spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the name and by the precious blood of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11. It says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, 
so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. It will not delay, but shall fulfill every last word of it. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. Thank you for the discernment to choose life in every word we speak. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. In the last two days, we have reflected on the type of Christian that Satan fears. What you need to know and remember at all times, if you are to be able to submit to God to resist the devil then, to the point that he flees from you. That resistance can only come from what you know. And he will attempt to test your knowledge in this space and beguile you at every opportunity that he gets just like he beguiled Eve. And for this, you will use your perception in every situation to judge how you would respond. Now, there are three faculties of perception given to us as, as men. The first one is discernment. The second is our reasoning. And the third is our emotions. And they must be followed in that order. Then the devil cannot get you. Because you would see through his plans and be warned through discernment and you can frustrate those plans. It's only when you see through them will you actually connect with your scripture and say it is written. But if that guard is not up and if we are looking at it in the reverse order starting with emotions then it is easy for him to get you because your spiritual guards will be down. That's the last line that you would get to if we start with emotions and then we reason out. If we try to reason with him, he will do the same like he did to Eve. Create confusion. Use scripture as well, like he did with Jesus. We have just finished the powerful eye-opening series on living by faith and not by emotions. And you can view that on our YouTube page if you have missed it. A powerful eight-part series. Now, these three senses, these three are the senses that are connected with the three aspects of man, with body, soul, and spirit. Now, the body would perceive through physical senses, but we're not going into the physical sensing of pain, of heat, cold, or touch. This is more of perceiving situations. The soul, which is the seat of intellect, emotions, and will. And that interfaces with the spirit. It is this interface at which all this perception would happen. And so that's where reasoning and emotion are based out of. And the soul is largely influenced by what we have learned in the flesh over the years. Unfortunately, for most of our life, it has only been fleshly learning, not spiritual learning from the word. 
Now, Satan is a master of deception in this area, using customs, using traditions, using human systems, our value systems that we are connected with, all the education that we have received, even religion to beguile people. And all of that through the ministry of familiar spirits that monitor, that observe over a long period of time and know where our weak points are. Know where our fleshly weak points are. However, we are also given the gift of discernment where we receive the Holy Spirit and we live the born-again experience. Discernment then comes as a gift from him. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 10 talks about this gift to differentiate between spirits and to know who it is that is providing you with the information that you are receiving. And discernment is largely based on two things. The information that you receive from the Holy Spirit will always be based on the word of God and will confirm the word of God. And number two, as 1 John 4 verse 3 says, every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. And you can ask them. So when you are in the word and you start exercising this gift of discernment to test spirits, the sign to look for is you feeling uncomfortable in your spirit. That's one of the best signs. When that happens, you know something is wrong. You can perceive it in your spirit. You don't necessarily feel it in your flesh. Yet you feel uncomfortable around certain people. Uncomfortable when certain types of language is used. Uncomfortable in certain situations. When you think of certain things, you don't feel right. That's your spirit telling you through discernment. To look further as something seems to be amiss. When you are seeking direction and you hear something, that's where you can test the spirits. You can use these to perceive danger and to respond accordingly. And in every situation, to remember is these two things. The first point was, second was testing spirits, but the first one was whatever you are hearing the instruction, if you believe it is from the Holy Spirit, the only way to confirm it is he will always speak in agreement with the word of God. If it seems to be conflicting what the word of God says to you, it is definitely not the Holy Spirit. A person that discerns situations and people and then walks safely in the light of the word can frustrate the plans of Satan. The plan that Satan had to sift him on that day. If we are to be the kind of Christian that Satan continues to fear, this is one of your strongest weapons at the front line. Without discernment, we won't be able to see it coming in the distance. It is easy to be beguiled. 
It is our God-given gift in the spirit. As a believer, we must activate and start using it. And for an effective use of it, connection with the Holy Spirit at all times is important. And connection with the word as well. This is the only way for us to test spirits. It's the only way for us to know and be accustomed to his voice. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. It's first important that we come within that category of my sheep. Connection with him. Connection with his word. And then as we keep hearing his voice, you will more often be able to discern correctly on who it is that is speaking to you. But we must activate it and start using it. If we are to last in this battle and not receive injuries or from our attacks. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for a stirring up of this gift now in every person that is part of this prayer meeting or prays with this recording or hears this teaching in any way, Lord. I pray for that stirring of that gift of discernment by the power of the Holy Spirit, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. So that our eyes be opened in the Spirit, our ears and every sense of perception in the Spirit be activated. So that our connection with your Holy Spirit and with the Word be renewed. That we are connected and being fed by the Word every single day. So that our sense of perception here, this discernment, is heightened in every circumstance, in every situation, through the day, through the night, in everything we see, in every kind of information that we receive through our physical senses, it first passes through this screen. I ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord. That these your people be not beguiled by the wiles of the enemy, but stand strong in the information that comes from you, holding on to your instruction in obedience. And at every instance, when we perceive that deception, we respond with, it is written. I ask for that edification in our spirits this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized today, that will undergo any kind of procedures. We declare healing over them. As we anoint them by the blood of Jesus, let there be forgiveness of sins and let there be restoration for the complete in body, even as they prosper in their spirit. We pray for all families that are in battle, that are facing division and separation. And we ask of you, Holy Spirit, to fill them with your love. That we operate out of love. Our brother Savio has posted a very powerful reflection overnight on this, on this topic. 
I'd recommend reading that on a telegram group. Father, we also pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Habits that we fail to give up. We keep falling into the same rut again and again. We ask for that grace, for that strength, Father. As we cover them by the blood of Jesus, I ask for that anointing that breaks every such yoke of the enemy. Especially that of addictions. That of compulsive behaviors. Any kind of limitations that keeps your people in subjection, Lord, we come against it by the blood of Jesus. And we declare that yoke over these lives broken, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance of your ways, disconnection from your word, and poverty. When your word says we ought to live in abundance, that was your plan for us. Let there be a lifting up this day, Lord. Let there be a rebuilding of each of these stones that form a part of your house, your body, Jesus. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends as well, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues using, pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith and in all sincerity, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Put your faith into action by starting to speak one syllable. Unmute your mic and start speaking. Let him take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ada 
Shizabara kata 
in the mighty and all powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The scripture I've been given this morning is from Colossians 3, 23 to 25. Whatever your task, work heartily as serving the Lord and not men, knowing that the Lord, you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. For the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done. And there is no partiality. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a couple of scriptures shared in the chat. The first one is from 1 John chapter 2, verse 27, quoted from the Amplified Bible, where it is written, As for you, the anointing, that is the special gift, the preparation which you received from him, remains permanently in you, and you have no need for anyone to teach you. But just as his anointing teaches you, giving you insight through the presence of the Holy Spirit about all things, and is true and is not a lie. And just as his anointing has taught you, you must remain in him, being rooted in him, knit to him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The second scripture is from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5, quoted from the King James Version, where it is written, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
if you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, the daily divine mercy and rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teaching sessions, please share those with family and friends and invite them to come join us. You can share links for Zoom and YouTube with them. Alternatively, if they are unable to make the live sessions, then you can point them to the recordings that are stored on YouTube, on Facebook, as well as on our Spotify podcast page. Also, a heads up about tomorrow's Bible study session. This will be the first part in a new series on altars and what you need to know about them. This will be an eye-opener on warfare. We will learn about altars and how to know if one is working in your life, the role of an altar in prayer and how you can build one. It's going to be a lot different from what we have traditionally known and done with our altars in our prayer. We shall share a link to this for Zoom and YouTube links. We shall share a message on our Telegram group. Please share those. Invite your friends and family to come join us. And let the mercy and the grace, <clears throat> the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us, that chases and overtakes us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for His glory. Amen. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God, God bless everybody. God bless everybody. Bye.